Today on The Breakdown, it's main event time, baby! And we've got a hand that has got the poker world a Twitter, a flutter. Uh, they're talking about it a lot, you know. Uh, David Diaz is in this hand, and he's up against Jeffrey Farns. There are 14 players left in the main event, which is obviously significant for lots of reasons. $10 million for first place kind of reasons. But also, we are on a money jump spot right here and now. They've all locked up $410,000. Yes, but the next guy out does not get to take in the $115,000 pay jump. So, you know, like you don't want to bust right now if you can avoid it, certainly. Um, and then the pay gems start to get a lot more interesting, of course, as you go. David Diaz is going to be in what can only be called a cooler spot, a crazy cooler spot. But it's the main event. And can David Diaz do all the calisthenics necessary to, and do all the matrix bullet moving around with your body necessary to dodge them all and survive and live to fight another day? Or is this just impossible to avoid. We're going to get into it right now on The Breakdown with Grant Dennison and Jonathan Levy. Hey. This is going to be a classic. I have a sense of it. Wow. And by that, I don't mean an all-time great. Oh. I mean, this hand gives me the vibes of breakdown hands we've done Years past, many years ago, mm. where it's just like, there's not going to be a ton of stuff here that, that is new wave poker. There's just going to be like pure logic that happens. And I think it's going to really make sense at the end, man. I think we're going to find something. You know <laughs> what I'm saying, man? Yeah, man. We're going to walk down the path and we're going to do the mescaline. And in the end, we'll know more. You know, you didn't know we were going to do mescaline on this podcast, did you? I was not aware that we were, and I wish you had told me. But you're always time. prepared, right? I am always prepared, but I would have brought my pouch, my mescaline pouch. Isn't it just like a few yards away? Yeah, but I didn't bring it. Right. It's right. over there. I'm not getting it. Of course. That would require too much effort. <laughs> it's not even about the effort. It's about the insult. Yes. You insulted me. Yes, I did. By not... Well, I'm finishing that thought. Oh, okay. <laughs> by not uh, telling me ahead of time. And so I insult you by not getting my pouch, even though it hurts me to not have the pouch more than right. you, admittedly. And the thing is, the thing that the audience needs to know is you really got me. It really, yeah. it really hurt. <laughs> I know it does. That's yeah. the thing. There's an emotional pain. Even though yeah. there'll be a lot of more physical pain for me without the pouch, there's a lot of emotional pain for you right now. Uh-huh. Not so much when you're actually doing the mescaline, I'll admit. You'll be flying like a dove. Right. In, a, in one of those, you know... What are those things called where you go skydiving, but it's indoors? Indoor skydiving. <laughs> <laughs> like a dove yeah. in an indoor skydiving, you know, thing. Facility. Facility. Yeah. Yeah, but in the actual, you know, tornado of it or whatever. Yeah. The you facility know what I mean. while the facility is operating. Well, yeah, the, sure. It, I mean, but yeah, okay. I'm not going to part. I'm not oh, going to parse the words. <laughs> I'm not going to be that guy. I'm not that guy anymore. Semantics guy. I'm you're not new, that guy. You're a new guy? I'm a new guy. I'm reborn. All right, tell me a little bit about yourself. Sure. I love caramel. <laughs> and is I'm that, saying, I'm calling it caramel now instead of caramel. That's okay. a big, big change. Are you big also change. saying harassment instead of harassment? I am not saying that yet. You're not, but you're, you feel yourself creeping that direction? I, I will say this. I now say comparable instead of comparable, taking a step backward there. Hmm. Um, and 
preferable instead of preferable. Same oh, thing. I don't like that. No, no. I like I like both of the ones that you aren't saying anymore better. Of course. Those are how you say it. Oh, you're They're, just saying that you've you've accidentally started saying them. This I way. wouldn't say accidentally. I'm saying it's very much a choice. I'm ah. a new guy. I've made I've made You're a new person. shittier guy. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think caramel is worse than car- caramel? Yeah. So you like all the old stuff better. Old stuff. <laughs> what old do you mean by old stuff? All <laughs> oh, the classics. <laughs> <laughs> um, I will say this. I now use bananas, but I do not eat bananas. <laughs> no, I don't mean it like that. I'm just going to leave that up to the not imagination. Like that. <laughs> that, that was voluntary. Everything is sexual, but it's not. I don't mean it in any sexual way. How do you I mean it? I use the bananas. <laughs> How do you mean it then? Like um, Donkey Kong? Like you're throwing them? <laughs> no, more as a paste. You know, paste that you for need. what sexual stuff? No, 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 no. Like a skin paste that you rub on your lover. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, but everybody, it, but, everybody knows but all about that. It's not this. sexual when you're rubbing it on. <laughs> sometimes, <laughs> sometimes it depends. It can also be a healing paste that you could rub on a family member. Sexually, <laughs> maybe. Wow, <laughs> it depends. I'm not here. I don't to know judge. if I, I don't. Know if I'm I like not here to judge this new guy. I don't know about him. I don't know if he should be allowed, you know, in society. <laughs> this new guy that you've this become. Also, applesauce, big part of this. Okay, new that's guy's enough life. of the sauce. Big stuff. part of this. We new don't guys. even know about but any more pastes or sauce. You don't want me to tell you how I'm using the sauce. <laughs> I, I when I asked you to tell me about yourself, I didn't know you were going to go into sexual pastes and sauces. It wasn't sexual. <laughs> I'm you, saying it's not sexual. Okay. I mean the banana. The applesauce is very sexual. <laughs> okay. The banana is really mostly not sexual, depending right, on you, who you're can using. Can you tell it me with. something not disturbing about oh. the new guy? Um, I'm watching more game shows. A okay. Lot more game, and I mean like old school TV land type game shows. You know. Are you watching Wheel of Fortune? Absolutely not. Fuck Wheel of Fortune. Why not? That's, Pat Sajak can jump off a log as far as I'm concerned. You should be concerned about insulting Pat Sajak. That guy's got connections. Not anymore. He's just a pawn in the game. Wow, he's a pawn in the game. Tweet it out. I don't care. Jonathan Lovey said it. Tweet it out. Say Jack's coming on for it. you. At me. Go ahead and at me. See how people always say don't at me. I'm saying at me. Are you watching all of the like Ellen DeGeneres game shows? <laughs> oh, like family game night type stuff with Jane Lynch. Also a big one. That that type of stuff where yeah. people get hurt and things. Oh, that's like Wipeout. I don't know. Well, there's like an Ellen DeGeneres one where people get hurt. Oh, I think that's like the Wipeout stuff. I, w- and I said Family Game Night. I guess I meant Celebrity Game Night with Jane Lynch. I don't know anything. You watching oh. the Family Feud? Of course I'm watching Family but only old school Family Feud. Pre-Steve Harvey. Louis Anderson. Family Louis Amster. And, and actually, even before Louis, Louis Anderson. Amster? Louis Amster. <laughs> <laughs> you, well, you said Amster with yeah. an H. <laughs> he's he's Louis, dead now. Louis Amster. <laughs> he's died. Yeah, so now he's, instead of Louis Anderson, he's Louis Amster. <laughs> yeah, you... you you don't say the whole name is out of respect. And you change it. That's what the new guy does. That's the new guy. That's not even just not saying the whole name. You also just changed the name. <laughs> Louis Amster. So um, him and, um, of course, Richard Dawson. Is it but kind of like The new Fight guy Club? says Richard Dawson. Is it, is it kind of like Fight Club? Like, in death, he has a name? Is, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. No. Um, yeah, a lot of game shows, a lot of old school game shows. Mostly game shows I've already seen before, so I know the outcomes. Yeah, and yeah. So I know you, what's going to happen. You want it to be safe. And I know, you yeah. You want to feel safe about I, it. Sometimes I know the answers and feel good, uh, you know, stuff like that. Okay, great. <laughs> yeah. You sound like a real nice, interesting new guy. Thanks. Yeah. Um, that's new Jonathan. That's great. That's try, try cocooning one time, Grant, and let your caterpillar turn into a beautiful, wing-flapping 
insect. <laughs> All right. I'll, I'll take that under advisement. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. I appreciate that. I'm here for you. Are you? That's great. It's nice to know that you always have somebody in your corner if you're a poker guy. Yeah, you do. You do. You've got the poker guy Legion as well as me, the other poker guy. Yeah. That's cool. That's a good combo. What do you think about that as a nickname for the fans, the Poker Guy Legion? I kind of hate it. Yeah, I don't like it. It sounds awful. It's pretty bad. I don't like calling them anything. They're just the people. <laughs> you know? Well, this, this leads me to believe that we need to have a discussion of what, what <laughs> listeners of the podcast should be called. Yeah. Of course, we should create names for them. And, I, and uh, of course, they should be somewhat insulting. Like, that's the only way to go, right? I feel like they're not worth even insulting. Wow. <laughs> you wow. know? This is how Taylor Swift feels about her fans. So, so we're going to watching documentaries on Taylor Swift. She's very all right. So she hates her. All fans. right, so poker guys, listeners, we're gonna we're gonna come up with some names for you. What what, what are examples of like hmm. celebrities who have uh, people who follow them intensely, and like what are the names of those people? Right. Do Taylor Swift's fans have a thing? They probably do. I'm sure they do. There's like, the there's the uh, Beliebers for Justin. Okay, Bieber. the Beliebers. That's a great one. So it's gonna that be something like that. Yeah, it's just something just like that for the poker guys. No, it's, it's just good. like that. Keep that in mind when knowing that that, that right. we're coming up with something for you. And uh, the first um, one I got, and this is based on you, how you feel about the audience, is the Nothings. Oh, that's not good. The enough. Nothings. The I don't nobodies. Like it. I don't like it. <laughs> okay. It's too. It's too on the nose. Yeah. yeah. Um, how about you know, speaking of another uh, celebrities? Fandom nickname. Uh, I thought of another one. Huh. Nero's dozen. He's got twelve people who really like him. <laughs> still, who still really like him. Obviously, there were more. Right. It was, it was De Niro's, you know, double dozen. There were twenty-four. Double dozen. Yeah. Double dozen. Okay. Deca dozen. One hundred and twenty. You're really <laughs> killing it right now. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks a lot. Um, I don't want to call them the nothings. All right. How about how about the guy heads? <laughs> I hate that. Yeah, it's bad. Um, I'm still leading so far towards the people. I like that. It's just too. It's too interchangeable with other things. Like you know, you any mean? any group of people. <laughs> How? It's a good question. Thank and you. I'll have to get into. You're not explaining deep. things well. I'm not. Thank you. No, you're right. I, I appreciate that you could own it. That you're bad at talking. Now and and before, I like that about you. That you're bad at talking. <laughs> Both now and before. <laughs> about the uh, mm. the underlings? Yeah, these things all feel like too obviously insulting that they're not even. They need to be more subtle. Okay, it's got to be right. like it almost. We don't even realize that it's a put down, but it is a put down kind of a thing. You know, the, the helpers, <laughs> the one hundred and three IQ people. <laughs> is that a put down? Yeah, but it's like subtle because one hundred is technically average. Or, I think 110 is actually um, an average. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, t- 100 is supposed to be, but I think it actually is, when they do it, is 110. Because people got smarter or the IQ test got dumber? Yeah, I think the IQ has got dumber. I don't think people got smarter. Okay. That seems likely. Yeah. There's a regression there. Um, the group of, of triers, the hard trying group. Maybe we need more of a mascot type thing for them to oh, be. Oh, yeah. Like the, the mascot. The wingbats. Hey, that's weird. It's fucked up. Hey, let's pick something that's like disease ridden though and kills people without meaning to. I mean bats. Yeah, like, bats. That's, that's how that's COVID right. started. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so. call, like the COVID bats. <laughs> <laughs> the poor guys COVID bats. That's what you are. Congratulations. The COVID, the COVID riddled bats. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. So if you're a fan of the poker guys, you're now one of the COVID riddled bats. Let's get let's make some t shirts up. Yeah. Those things are gonna sell like hotcakes. They Grant. sure are. Yeah. They sure are. Yeah. Okay. Well, we well, did that. That was, that was great. great. Yeah. Hey, um, so 
in this uh, in this hand, there's a there's a big dynamic. We've already done a main event hand, which we thought um, the main event dynamic should play in more so than it seemed to actually. The Mike like, Matisau hand yeah, you're referring um, to. Where actually Mattisau clearly thought the main event dynamic was going to play in too. He was going to get some folds that he could not get. Yeah. Um, I would have thought it would have worked a lot, but the solver wasn't having anything to do with it. The solver was calling the three bet all in with the bad flush, and uh, so did the actual player on day five of the main event. Here we are much deeper in the main event. There's crazy amounts of money on the line. Um, how tight are you supposed to play, Grant? Well, I think we've touched on this many times in the past. Um, now, there is the non-technical, non-poker answer that we always have to kind of dance around and should be sure to, to mention that, like, the amount, of, the amount that this money matters to the individual does matter a little bit in these decisions. It does. Like, it shouldn't from a poker perspective, but without question, a lot of players who make it this deep in a tournament where you can win this much money, it's, the money jumps are significant. I mean, right? to, to be clear, like, there's some people where if you were to win a million dollars... That's like a deeply life-changing event. And while winning $10 million is also a, a more of a life-changing event, the, million, the first million is way more important than the last nine, right? Yeah. And if that's true, then you, may, you probably should adjust your play, right? Like, no, I don't know how these people got in the 10K tournament then. You know, you satellite in. Yeah, I suppose so. That's possible. Yeah, a lot of people satellite yeah. in. Chris For 500 bucks, 1000 bucks. Yeah, Chris Moneymaker style. Yeah, even yeah. much less. Yeah. yeah, I originally the first time I played the main event, I satellited in what was effectively for a dollar ten. You know, I mean, I it's yeah. not really exactly right. It, it was more than that, of course, really. But I played a bunch of dollar ten full tilt satellites, which got which I won a bunch of those, which got me tickets to bigger satellites, which got, which I won some of those, which got me tickets to the big satellite, and then I finally won one of those. Yeah. You know, so I mean, really, I probably put in you know, I don't know, seven hundred dollars or something to it. But whatever it was, like. I could also argue it was $1.10 because there was that one path that right. one time. So, you know, that, that's another way it can happen yeah. for a lot of people. Fair. Also, Fair. a lot of people are playing this who put up 10K who do not have much money, as you know. Yes, that is for sure true. And, you know, there's a lot of shady stuff that can go on with that as well, but we don't have to get into that. Right. Um, but, all right, but from a more technical perspective, once we're at this point where the current payout is, what, 400000 410000 If you didn't have crap in your bank account before the sermon you're playing at 410,000 is already life-changing i guess that's true now there's going to be taxes and you probably don't have all of yourself a lot of the time well, let's assume you have all of yourself okay after taxes let's say it's 250 260 yeah, something like that's that. fine that's that's a huge deal for you if like you were if struggling you, if you month, were struggling month to month that's like it buys you a couple of years if you don't fuck it up yep right so you're already there um Maybe you think maybe it's it's probably pretty hard to think about about it in how many years it buys you, but like the next money jump is 115k more. Maybe that buys you another year. I mean, you know? if 250 buys you two years, that should buy you another that, one. Yeah. That's at least one more year. That's a big deal. Yeah. Um, but if we're forgetting about this part about the like, mm -hmm. if if you don't have enough money to be in this event, or you got lucky to be in this event, and, right. and This money is huge to you. Forgetting about that, there's of course the factor of like these are such top heavy payout structures that from a pure expected value perspective, going for it has to be right, even when the money jumps are to a lot of the players' bank accounts a really big deal. Yeah, I strongly agree. Like, I mean, we, locking up four hundred ten thousand dollars is cool, but we're actually very close now to winning crazy amounts of money. Right. And Trying to like sit back. I mean, of course, this is a tension between you know trying to pick your spots and trying to roll run over the table when you have opportunities to. Because if the table is going to let you run over them, you should probably do it here, right? But at the same point, 
there's only 14 players left in the main event. And this is a main event group that has got a lot of guys who are trying to play well and trying to play optimally, meaning they're going to push back. Yeah. You know, and like we've seen, there's many examples of this. Um, I think of Adrian Attenborough as one guy who's absolutely just going to, he calls all in with like 17 players left with just one pair and stuff like that. You know, um, as it, after the, he gets three bet and the guy goes bet, bet, shove, you know, and it's not the best kicker even, you know, um, king, queen on a king high board, I believe it was, or a queen high board. But, um, like, but he, he thought for a while and called all in. Like, so some guys are not going to, you're not going to be able to run over so straightforwardly. Right. But with 14 left, there will be those people left of in the course. main event. There has to be. Yeah. There has to be. And, you know, your job, part of your job is to try to figure out who those people are. Yes. Um, yeah. And, a little harder. And, you know. Or a lot harder. Even for the people who the, the money jump might buy you another year of, like, you know, figure out what, how you're going to make money type of thing. Even for those people. They probably should be going for the win anyway, because if you think about winning the ten million, let's say you get five or six million after taxes. Yeah. Uh, like, with conservative investment, that can set you up for life. Oh, for sure. Yeah. So that's enough. So that's kind of a big deal. Yep. Right. Uh, and of course, being the main event champion has other benefits, so it's worth more than just the prize money. Yeah. Um, also, by the way, even being a final tableist is a big difference than being a um, like. Final two tables, I think. Like, you're, you're a final tableist. That's something that stays with you for the rest of your career. Sure. In a different way. And, like, you can, you can, there's things you'll get from that, I think. Maybe small things, but there are, there are things you will get. Um, so that's another one. With 14 left, you're kind of far away from that. So you're five players away, right? Yeah. So that's just another reason to be going for it and trying to win the big pots probably calling a little more and like taking the spots a little bit more than you otherwise might. Uh, and I've never been in a spot this high leverage, but I'm, I'm certain it's easier said than done. Oh yeah. Yeah. I, I, I think it's really easy to talk about. And unless you're built this way or been here before or with a lot of money, it may be really hard to pull the trigger. Yeah. Which is kind of the point, right? Right. Big time, big time point. So that's where we are. Yeah. I mean, that's a very exciting place to be. Yeah, I'd like to be in that place someday. Yeah. Uh, hey, this hand was suggested on Discord by two great ones, Chris Whoa. Jones and Casper. Is Chris Jones a great one? Yeah, I think at this point he's, 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 he's reaching great status. Reaching great status is really different than a great one. My goodness. Why do you reaching? always have to shit all over Chris Jones? What's with you and Chris Jones? What, ha- what did he do to you? When I was four, <laughs> yeah. Chris Jones lived across the street. Okay. I didn't like him. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Cool. So, that's what happened. It would be interesting if that were true, but I don't think it is. I, I don't think it is either. I mean, I, I know who lived across the street. Well, I think I... I mean, I don't really know. I guess he could have been, like, locked up the whole time. Yeah. So then, yeah. You, you didn't like him for being locked up. <laughs> yeah. yeah I, I, what's up with that? Chris Jones. <laughs> yeah, how dare you, Chris Jones? <laughs> yeah, no, I, I just got to... Th- I just, you know... Everyone else at Rec Poker is so nice. <laughs> and so is Chris Jones. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well. Uh, that's just the, the Chris Jones hate you're going to get on this podcast. Pour some gasoline on that bridge and light that match, baby. <laughs> Let's go. All right, burn Cas- it down. What do you got to say about Casper? You want to insult Casper? No, Casper's one of uh, all-timers. Yeah. Nothing bad to say. I can't say anything bad about the friendly ghost. Right. That man kills it every time. But Chris Jones. Chris Jones sucks. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Strong take from Jonathan Levy. That's right. I, I don't feel that way, Chris. I think Just... we will still be invited on the podcast again, too, their podcast. Oh, yeah. I mean, at least I will. I will deny ever having said this, though. And, you know, there's a recording <laughs> of it. It's going on the internet. But and all... who's going to remember by then? 
Nobody. Nobody's going to exactly. remember. Exactly. So it's fine. Anyway, here we go. Great. 14 players remain. We are on the cusp of 115K money jump. The current payout is 410. Yeah, one more player to go, and we're there. So that's significant, but of course, should, should have eyes on that $10 million first prize if you can manage to stomach it. Yeah. 400K, 800K blinds. Jeffrey Farns, who is certainly a candidate to be one of the players who is a little scared in this spot. Uh, up until this point, right. Farns had under 200K on Hendon Mob. He had just two days before the main event had his biggest score ever by a lot, 61K in an MGM Grand event. Uh-huh. So maybe, maybe, in, maybe because of that, he feels like he's kind of more, able to be more loosey-goosey because he had the 61K score, and he's like, oh, it's like... I mean, not anymore, though. No, probably not. Day one, maybe. Yeah. But like, now that he's already won 400K and there's, you know, $9.6 million still to win and he's 13 players away from it, I don't think he's feeling loosey-goosey because he won 61K right. once. So Jeffrey Farns is having a very good poker week for his poker yes. career. Um, and, you know, also because of his history, is a candidate to be one of the people who's going to be tight in these spots, right? Yeah, I think um, that's right. We don't know that for sure, but just based on the Hendon. Sure. He's got $28.15 million in front of him, so that's like 35 blinds. Um, he opens a $2.3 million from the hijack with two kings, king of spades, king of diamonds. Kind of a big open for the stage of a tournament, wouldn't you say? Two point what? Three. Um, yeah, kind of. I mean, it's, it's fine. It's right? fine. Nobody needs to really talk about it. Yeah. But, um, so he's in the hijack. David Diaz is in the small blind, folds to him. He has ace of spades, queen of hearts, and about the same stack. They're very close in the stack. 27.8 million for Diaz. So Jeez. 35 blinds also. Yeah. What is your preferred way to proceed in this spot? My initial... He opened the cutoff, right? Oh, hijack. The hijack, the hijack. I mean, mostly I think we're just three-betting this, aren't we? We just three-bet fold this hand? Right? Three-bet to... So, I mean, he opened kind of big, which makes it a little crappy. Oh, when you said 2.3, you meant 2.3 million. I thought you meant 2.3x. No, 2.3 million. Oh, that makes so much more sense while you're talking about it. Yeah, that's a big open. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and that really affects our three-bet sizing yeah. for sure, especially because we're out of position. We have to make it like 8 million? Yeah, 7.5 at least. We're putting in like almost a third of our stack here with ace-queen, and, and we don't really want to call it off. Basically turning it into a bluff. Yeah. I mean, it's okay to call, but it sucks that it's off-suit, and we're now we're inviting in the big blind, least, and we're out of position to both players. At least the bigger sizing makes it slightly less likely the big blind comes along. That's true. That's true. But us calling makes it a little more likely the big blind comes along. I just mean in the case that we call, of course. So you didn't need to say that part, but that's okay. Right. Fair enough. I did say that because you didn't say in case that we call and no one can read your mind, Grant. I mean, how would it not mean in the case that we call when we're talking about it? We're not folding. (laughs) (laughs) We have ace queen. Yeah. Um, Anyway, so are we going to change the subject on (laughs) that one? Good idea. I feel like I lost that one. Um, So do you think he should just be calling because it's almost a 3x uh, open? You know, it it, it creates. We could also 3x small anyway. We're out just of position. To, uh, just to sucks. isolate. We're doing mostly to isolate, not, not to... Um, I don't know if isolation is worth that much. We make it like $7 million it's still, it's still a huge chunk of our stack. It is. I think I prefer a call, but I always lean more towards a call in spots like this than yes. you do. Especially at the 30 to 40 uh, stack depth, 30 to 40 blind stack depth. I think both options are really fine, I have to say. I think if um, Farns is opening even one spot closer to us, like, like the... Like, cut off or button, yeah. I think a three-bet is much more called for. 
Um, hijack is a, it's a little less complicated. We're still bluffing though, right? Um, not, it depends on how it depends on how tight everyone's playing. Yeah, like you, for example, are a guy who always wants to call three bets these days with a whole host of hands, and so we're not really bluffing if we have ace queen against a guy like you in a cash game anyway. Or like sure, a but this is a thirty-five situation. blind effective stack main event two tables left situation. Right. So the question is like how's like I don't know that Adrian Attenborough is folding ace jack suited here if we three bet. So, you know, and, and King Queen suited and stuff like that. Jeffrey Farns is a candidate, too. Yes, he is. That's the question. Yeah. Like, who is this guy? So that with his very, the fact that he has such a small hand in is a reason to call here. Oh, well, I mean, because we're turning like a hand that's sort of too good into a bluff. Yeah. Right. Like, like we're not going with this hand, right? There's no, no chance. Way. No, no way. Chance. Especially against this guy. Yeah. Based on his hand in it. Anyway, yeah. Right. That's all we're basing it on. But assuming Farns isn't um, a nut bag. Yeah. Which I get, I would guess he isn't based on the little bits I know about. Sure, him. Um, that these are reasons to call. These are reasonable reasons to call. I have to say, I don't hate a call at all. I think if I were at the table, I'd be pretty scared and would really want to call. <laughs> you know, instead yeah. of raise because I don't want to put myself in. I don't even want to just raise, get called, and have to see bet and get called and now know, put in half my stack and not know what to do and hate my life. You know. Well, I also another factor here is I don't know. Like the general skill level when there were 14 left. I know the final table was like a pretty high skill level average for as far as main event historically, mm -hmm. right? That's kind of the consensus. Would you agree with that? Um, I think that's true. I mean, your stat who won Attenborough in second both seemed to be quite good. Um, Eames seemed good. Phillips, Philippe Suki, we've done a thing on before. Asher Conniff was still in there. These guys seem like they were pretty good. Okay. I didn't yeah. really watch it though. In but fairness. with 14 left, maybe there were a lot of players who weren't that good, too. Maybe. And I assume David Diaz considers himself among the better players remaining. He did win a bracelet. It's been 10 years, but he won a bracelet. He has, uh, you know, at this point in the event, he's got about before the 400K, of course, that uh, he is already locked up. Yeah. He's won over 2 million live. Yeah. So That's pretty good. So, I mean, if you think that you have a skill edge in any way, like, and there's, and it's marginal, probably the lower variance option is better, right? Um, yeah, probably. Especially considering the main event is the best structure in the world and you have a lot of time. You don't have to like rush to get out of the 30 to 40 blind stack range. Yeah. And to be clear, the, the 2 million that Diaz had won, only 352k of it was his bracelet. So like he's won 1.7 million besides that. He's been in lots of spots. Yeah. Um, yeah. And actually this is the thing too, where having like 40 blinds isn't that bad. Yeah. Right? So you don't necessarily like, it's, it's like blowing up your stack a little bit to put in a big three bet and then lose a big pot here right. when you don't have to. Right. There's like um, so many times. It feels maybe not so many times, but it feels like you're going to get shoved on a fair amount. You just lose the seven million. There's also spots where there's like the nine, nine, four flop and you bet and the guy shoves or calls. And then like, are you going to keep going? Really? Like, are you really going to bet again on the eight? Yeah. Like, I mean, I mean, you're, you're not getting shoved on very often. Yeah. You said you get shoved on a fair amount. It's not that often yeah. at all. Right. Like what's shoving on us really? Queens plus. Right. Okay. Ace king. I don't know for sure. Queens are shoving. I don't know for sure. Yeah. I would guess jacks aren't, mostly. Unless we've been three-betting like yeah, crazy, yeah. I would guess jacks aren't. So, so, like, you know, when we get shoved on, we can feel very comfortable. Unless, I mean, there's been some crazy guys, you know, out here, too. Uh, was it Dobrik? Was that the guy's name? Um, but there's been some guys who've been, yeah, Dobrik, who finished fifth. Um, he's, you know, he, among many people, were doing, like, a lot of light three-bets and then, like, really going for it post-flop and stuff like that. So maybe they have some four-bet in them was the guy named Rebby or something like that uh yeah Rebby he finished 16th actually who was doing lots of even like light four and five bets but you know there aren't that many of those guys yeah 
yeah. Anyway, I I feel more comfortable calling here. Yeah. Even if it's not the main event, in most cases, mm-hmm. like as, as long as the structure isn't super turboy, I with this deck depth, I kind of like a call. In I don't hate a call at all. I think yeah. a call is perfectly fine. That's what Diaz does. Okay. With Ace of Spades, Queen of Hearts, the big blind folds. The pot is six point two million. Nitro betting is six point two million times as good as getting bit by a mosquito. Depending on who you are. Yeah. Some people really like getting bit by a mosquito. Some people hate it more than normal, too, and it's way worse than that. Yeah. It's both. Right. Point being, nitro betting is good. Oh, yeah. Better yeah. than... I, I, in almost every case. Nearly every case better than being bit by a mosquito. Not every case, yeah. obviously. In most cases, better than having your finger broken by, like, a vice. Right. But again... Not in all cases. There are a few clear we examples. Have to, we have to be honest. It's an ad. It's the law. <laughs> yeah. Right? We're so not allowed like, to lie. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, what are other things that nitro betting is better than? But not always better than? Not always, though. Like, I would say there's a lot of other um, physical ailments. That, yeah. That's true, like lupus. Yeah. It's mostly better than lupus. <laughs> yeah. It's usually better than lupus, but it's not always better than lupus. Right, right. It's, uh, it's often better than being foreclosed on by the bank. Right. Yeah. Yep. It's like catching a tomato to the eye. Mostly better than yeah, you know. There's the case where it's like, damn, that's a really good tomato, and a little <laughs> wow. bit of juice gets in your mouth. Yeah, what a flavor. Yeah, like, that is, was that was well worth is it. This organic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, is this is this from from some some coastal soil? Yeah. I can I can tell. Yeah, you know, I can taste I can taste the sea. I can t- taste the love that this farmer put <laughs> in this tomato. Yeah, but it, it, in most cases, yeah. though, nitro betting is better. And a big part of that is all of the promotions that the poker guys' people get. Yes, of course. Yeah, of and, course. And, and, you know, of course, you have to use the link in, in the description of this podcast to be one of the poker guys' people on nitro betting. And you want to do that. Believe me, you want to. Because you get access to our monthly tournament, which is a big deal in its own right, because it's just great. It's, it's really great. There's other promotions, though, of course. They do free stuff for you that has real rewards, like March Madness brackets. You get in for free, baby, but you can actually win something, baby. <laughs> you know, not only do they have free stuff, they also do free styling now. So they, um, they'll like just... Like hairstyling? No. Well, yes, but no. They'll make you look like Guy Fieri in a heartbeat. Yes, but I mean like rap freestyling. So like oh, you just oh. like tell, give them a few details about yourself, and they'll, they'll bust out a cool three-minute, uh, you know whole thing there about you and, you know, your mom and the whole deal. It's great. You and your mom. <laughs> yeah. They always include the mom. <laughs> we, we've asked them to stop. Yeah. But Too many diss tracks from Nitro betting, yeah. but what are but you But it's worth do? it for We're all still- the great features, including the Poker Guys promotions. Yeah. They have sports betting. They have casino games. They have poker. Get in there. Don't get bit my, by a mosquito unless it's that one really good one. Yeah, the one you want. Yeah. Do the ni- Nitro betting thing instead. Okay. All right. We're heading to the flop heads up. We've got Jeffrey Farnes as the opener from the hijack with two kings, king of spades, king of diamonds. David Diaz called the small blind with ace, queen off, ace of spades, queen of hearts. Okay. The flop is king of hearts, queen of diamonds, deuce of diamonds. What a deal for Jeffrey Farnes. 14 left in the main event, just flop top set. Even has king of diamonds in his hand is like a, you know, less to be worried about kind of thing. Nice. It's very nice. Yeah. The things that you are more worried about, well, you're worried about diamonds, but you're worried about Jack Ten suited. Feels like it could be out there too. I suppose, yeah, sure. Jack Ten suited, but like King Jack of Diamonds is not a threat. No, nope. because we block it. King Ten of Diamonds is blocked. Like that's nice. Most of the diamonds that you're going to be up against are there aren't going to be that many, right? There's maybe Jack Ten of Diamonds, maybe Ace Ten of yeah, Diamonds, Ace Ten of Diamonds, I think. But maybe, I don't know maybe if there's Ace Jack of Diamonds. I don't know. I don't know if there's any other Ace X of Diamonds. Diaz might just fold or three bet those hands. Like yeah, I don't think he's calling Ace Nine of Diamonds at this stack depth yeah. from the small blind. Right. I would expect he's... Probably mostly folding. Yeah, mostly folding and a little bit of three betting. Yeah. 
Um, so Diaz checks. He fought middle pair. Mm-hmm. As far as this is our board, and we crushed it, and there are draws out there to be afraid of. So betting, oh, yeah. betting feels good. We should definitely bet this. So he does bet. He bets $2.7 million. How do you feel about the sizing into 6.2? Um, I think it's fine. I think you could even go a little bigger, quite frankly. Because it's a wet board? It's such a wet board. Now, we do block the hell out of some of the stuff. It's pretty tough for Diaz to have top pair. But that's okay, because we're really the thing we're trying to charge are the draws, right? We don't yeah. want to give the draws a great price. That's all. We don't want to... We don't necessarily want them to fall, but we want to charge them appropriately. Yeah. So I think this I, this is an, a perfectly fine amount, um, but I would be okay if he went bigger too. I well, like know. three and a half. Um, yeah, like a little more than ha- like fifty five percent. I think is okay as, as well. Do you think Diaz would consider folding Ace Queen at any any size that got big enough? No, not for one bet. Yeah. I mean, oh, if he went over pot, yeah, maybe, probably but like, fold but like that's then. never happening, yeah. right? I think 3.5 is like probably the max you'd ever see in yeah. this type of spot, except against the weirdest players. So I think you're just always calling ace-queen once and yeah. seeing what, what comes. All right, so Farnes goes 2.7. Yeah. Diaz calls with his ace-queen, because what the hell else are you supposed to of do? Of course we call, and we're like, it'd be cool if it went check-check on the turn, because then we're usually ahead. Yeah, that would be nice. Yeah. And uh, then we're probably checking most rivers and hoping... That he checks back, and if he bets, we might call. Yeah, an, an ace could come on the turn of river. We might that might help. You know, we can get called by a worse hand, like Possible. ace jack, ace ten yeah. type stuff. Even ace, uh, a suited ace, whatever. Yeah, pot's eleven point six million now. Okay, the turn is the queen of spades. Uh oh, icy in here. It's R- getting a little cold in here. Well, we have an out. We have the one out yep. still, and that would be great if we could hit that out. So Diaz makes trip queens on yep. the king of hearts, queen of diamonds, deuce of diamonds, queen of spades board. And of course, Farns now has kings full and is loving life. And he's loving it even more when Diaz leads into him for 4 million. What a feeling yep. with 14 left in the main event. Diaz almost never has quad queens. He didn't three bet preflop. So we don't really have to worry about that. Oh yeah. And by the way, if he does, he does like, Right, but I mean, even if you're just worried because it's oh, like right, my yeah. main event is at stake here. Fine. Like, you don't really have to worry about the nuts when we have the second nuts here. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah, it's pretty great. Let's talk about the lead. How do you feel about Diaz leading for four million? I love it because you I expect think, the king to check back. I, I think the king is. I think king a king is checking back. Aces is checking back. Jacks is checking back. Everything's checking back. Um, hands that are beating us maybe not checking back, but that's not our. Pro- we can't worry about that. Yeah. Um, we block that anyway, except for pocket kings. But again. That's so unlikely, even though it's here. Um, I think we absolutely should be leading. We're trying to get called by um, Ace King, King X yeah. suited, um, or just King X. Probably, probably just King Ten and King Jack suited. There's also, of course, a bunch of draws that our opponent can have here that he calls with, like Jack Ten, like Ace X of Diamonds, and we're happy to fold those out if they decide to. Also, we're happy to fold them out. We're happy to get a call. Yeah, either way, and so we're charging an amount that they're mostly going to call. I think. Yeah. Right? Like, I don't think they're going to think, oh, God, you have a full house. I'm just going to fold my nut flush draw here. You know, right. I don't think that's happening. At $4 million, like, they're getting uh, almost 4 to 1 to call. They're calling. But at least we're charging them instead of letting them check back for free. goes without saying that if Diaz is going to do this with this hand, he has to do it when he has draws as well. Of course. Now, he might not be in this spot in the main event in practice. He should be. He, he probably should be, though. Yeah, um, because, you know, we might fold out jacks and tens right now, which... Yeah. With ace queen isn't great, but with a bluff is great, you know. Or or a hand like ace jack or ace ten without diamonds, you know. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so there's good stuff that can happen. I, I'm sure he is also leading some of his draws some of the time if he's leading this. All right. As Farns, can we resist the urge to call? Is it possible to raise here? Like when we have the board so locked up. Well, let's look at if we call how easy it is to get in get it all in on the river, right? Um so 
They started with 27.8 effective. Diaz has put in now four on the turn, plus 2.7. That's 6.7, plus 2.3. So There's put in nine. So he's got, what, 19 left. It's going to be about a pot size. If we call it a pot size bet left, that's pretty good. I think we should just call. Like, we're in position, and we're going to scare away a lot of our opponents. Like, he's bluffing a lot, right? Why would we? Well, we don't know in practice if he actually is. Okay. In theory, he is. In theory, he's got a lot of bluffs. By the way, if he has value, great. We should probably be able to get it a lot of the times on the river. The thing we lose, of course, is if he has a hand just like this, we figure we're going to get it all in right now. And if he has, but if a diamond comes, we may not. Right. right. That's the problem with, with calling is, is scare cards could kill our action from a queen. Right. That said, they aren't scare cards for us, right? There's no. No, the, only, the only scare card for us is the actual bad card for us, which is the case queen. Yeah. Everything else we feel very comfortable with. And so because we're in position, if, he, if a scare card comes and he checks, we can bet very small mm-hmm. for value and capture some of that value um, still and hope to get called. Yeah. Um, and I think we often would if a, if a diamond comes and we bet $4 million again or something like that. Like, it's going to be hard to fold trip queens if he really has that, right? If he has another, especially this hand. How's he going to fold this hand for $4 million on the river? But can we get it all in right now against trip queens? Is it possible? I don't know. Like, that's part of the thing about being 14 left in the main event, yeah. right? Like, I got to believe this hand, it's really hard for Diaz to fold this hand specifically. Yeah, because it's the best queen. With a pot size bet back, it'd be crazy to fold this hand. But this is the best queen. He doesn't have to have the best queen. He can have queen 10 suited here. He can have queen jack suited here. I don't think he can call those if we shove. Can he? Probably not. Um, unless he thinks we're crazy. If he thinks we're crazy, we should shove. Yeah. If we've got a crazy image, for sure we should shove. I'm guessing Farns doesn't have that. Yeah. And then we should just call because it's too strong to move in, even though we're probably getting called by this exact hand. Mm-hmm. You, you agree with all that? By the yeah. way, there's a lot of other hands that we're probably going to fold out where we, we can keep the bluffs alive. If he's bluffing with, like, Jack-10 here yeah. and a diamond comes, he might shove the river. Right. Like, a scare card might be good. Too, you know, when he, when he doesn't have it, he's gonna he may feel like he needs to rep it. Yeah, I mean, if he ever has diamonds or jack ten, we want to keep those alive. Yep. So yeah, I like I like calling for that reason. I think know? we're supposed to call. And also, yeah, those are gonna fold. And what if what if they get there on the river? You know, right? We can... it, right. And also, um, what if Diaz actually? I mean, Diaz just can't fold ace queen here, right? If we were to shove, that's just too much. It would have to be a complete soul read. Yeah, that feels like crazy. Anyway, so I think I think it's a call. I like a call here. That's what Farns does. He makes the call. You agree? I do. Okay, I do. There are some players we should find a raise against here, but this is not probably the time unless we know a lot about the player. Mm-hmm. The pot is 19.6 million now. The river is the deuce of spades. So it's now king of hearts, queen of diamonds, deuce of diamonds, queen of spades, deuce of spades. Yep. This looks like a good card for Diaz because it improves into a full house. I think it's a bad card for Diaz because it turns his win into a chop a lot of the time. Yes. Because Farns could easily have queen jack or queen 10 suited. When Farns calls the turn, he has some kings and he's got some, some queens which are worse. Yeah, and some draws that now missed. Yep. I agree. This is a bad event, but it's not, it's not a horrible event, but it's not a good event. Like, you don't love it. I think I like checking based on what we just said. Because what the hell are we supposed to get called by if we bet? A, well, a king is folding. Well, the draws all missed. Let's, yeah. let's be clear. If he's, if he's leading draws on the turn, a king is not necessarily folding. A king is not always supposed to fold. A king I'm sure. is not always supposed to fold. I think a king is folding. Okay. That's probably true. Are aces going to fold? Because aces think, are checking back. I know yeah, that. Yeah, I think aces are going to fold if a king is going to fold. If they, well, they move up in distribution a little bit, and they block a few of the queens. 
Oh, yeah, so does the king, though. Yeah. Well, the, the king blocks the full house, but it's the same thing. Same thing. Um, I mean, I don't think it's right to say if a king folds, that means aces are folding, because aces are better. Okay, right? fair. But, I'm going to, without but, knowing anything about Farns except for his Hendon, I'm going to say he's folding a king and he's fold, folding aces if Diaz yeah. bets again. I think, you're, I think you're right also because when Diaz bets again... It really screams I have a full house here because Farns can have the full house too. Farns can absolutely have a queen yeah. here. And you just think you're never getting a fold there in a million years. So Diaz is going to bet, and I, my, my, my hit on it is that I don't like it. And I understand, like, the solver might like it, might think it, you have to bet because you have to have right. this in your range when you're betting. Because the solver's calling with more stuff, so right. the solver's going to bet but, more. But in this spot, in the main event against a, a guy who's not, like, a, a crusher, I really think this is a check because... Maybe the not crusher guy is less likely to bluff draws, but you're a lot more likely to get money from the draws if you check than if you bet. The draws are not going to raise you as a bluff. Look, if we can't get called by a king or aces, we have to check this yeah. hand. There's no value in betting it, right? Do you agree that it's likely that Farns is a player who's going to fold those hands? I believe a king is probably folding the river. I'm not sure if aces are, but there aren't that many combos of aces. We have an ace in our hand. There's only three combos. There's way more kings, right? Yeah. Um, so there's po- probably king jack off, king ten suited, maybe... Maybe um, even King. No, no, no. King Jack off, King 10 suited, and Ace King, right? And King 9 suited potentially. Yeah, maybe King 9 suited. That's right. Um, so he's probably fo- he's following at least some of those, maybe all of those based on his hand in and all that. Like he doesn't want to play a big sticky spot here either, right? I mean, honestly, if I'm in Farn's spot and I have aces and a player takes Diaz's line and bets again on the river, if I don't know a lot about this player and think that they're like, a player with a lot of moves. Yeah. I'm probably folding aces because I assume it's just almost always a full house. What if we just bet really tiny as Diaz here? Now it looks like we're blocking. What if we block? What if we bet two million on the river? We're going to get called by all those hands that it we're really about It really depends folding. on if we think Farns is going to bluff the Jack-10 and Ace-X of Diamonds that right. he missed. Well, we, well, the thing that's cool is we might induce those bluffs sometimes by, by betting two million too. He may be like, I can raise this now. Maybe. Like, you're afraid. You have a king and you're afraid kind of a thing. Although I don't really know why you'd lead it. I mean, king. nobody would ever do that who knows anything. Um, but, yeah, that's true. Yeah, so it should be like... But still, you, might in, you could induce a bluff anyway, because he might be like... If he's got, like, Jack-10, specifically, he's trying to fold out the, the nut flush draw kind of a thing. This is really thin, though, I think right? you're a lot more likely to induce a bluff by checking. Yeah, I think you're right. Okay, so this is interesting. So a check is probably better, because we don't think we can necessarily get called by these one pair of hands that we want to get called yeah, by. Yeah, like, chopping... Like, he's not going to fold a queen. Ever. Of course yeah. not. He's always calling a queen. Yeah. So if he's always calling a queen, why would we bet? Yeah. If he's, fall, if he's following the one pair of hands, which yeah. we think he probably is. But he's probably, if we check and he's got to draw, he's probably going to take some shots, right? I would take a shot if someone checked to me and I've got the nut flush draw yeah. jack 10 here. I'd feel like I have to. Yeah. I'd be like, I wouldn't be able to do all this in the moment and think like, well, obviously you're checking a queen. I'm, and it'd be weird for you to have led a king. I'd be like, you're probably betting your queen you're, and you probably didn't lead a king on the turn. So I'm betting to like win this fucking pot that's <laughs> kind of big now. Yeah. It's the main event. Aren't you scared, buddy? I don't know if we could expect Farns to ever actually bluff with the draw or not. It's really, I don't know it's really hard to know, but I just don't see there being a lot of value in the bet because it, I just don't imagine a worse hand calling. If we know Barnes doesn't really have bluffs, if we check, if he's just going to give up, then we should probably bet Tiny to try and get called by aces and ace-king and stuff like that. Yeah. 
Yeah, but that's like a very specific exploit. We yep. have to really know a lot about the well, guy. Well, you just said you don't know if he would yeah. buff, so I'm saying well, yeah. we've been playing with him for days, possibly. Yeah. Certainly certainly hours. Um, we may know some of this stuff about him. We may not. All right, so Diaz bets $7 million. I'm not a fan of this bet. I, I, I didn't know I wasn't a fan of a bet, but as soon as you said it, it really made sense to me that it probably isn't right. Very different if it's a three on the river. I'm, I'm perfectly happy with a bet if it's like not a non-pairing card on the river. I like it better against some of the other players. I feel like Farnes is the guy you can't bet against here. I think Attenborough is the guy you can because Attenborough is going to make hero calls and yeah. is, is way more likely to stick around you know, with his one pair of hands and do other weird stuff. Um, but Farnes feels like he's very unlikely to, to have any of that. Yeah. So. yeah, so I think this is a mistake. Yeah. Only because the two, the two came, uh, to reiterate. Yep. Like, if a three came or a four came, I think it's totally fine. Yeah, because we're trying to get called by worse queens here. Yeah. Yeah, all right. So as Farnes, there's not really much to do except for move in, right? I mean, I guess you could min-raise, which is Whatever. Like close to moving in anyway. That's dumb. We should, we should move in. Yeah, so he moves in for, like, 19 million I mean, as Farnes, you're sitting here, you're like... What can I ever get? Call? I guess I need this guy to ha- actually have the queen and actually call, right? And have the queen and really think that I'm trying to bluff off a chop. Right. Yeah. Right. Because in your, you're like, in the, the world of my dreams, this guy somehow, some way is king-queen. Yeah. That's it's you, possible. That way you can get called. I'm getting called by king-queen. I can't leave that money on the table. And maybe he calls with the queen because, yeah. you know, chops and all. Yeah. Now, would ever in a million years Farns really move in here with ace-queen himself? I doubt it because guess who can have king queen? Yeah, that would be David Diaz. It doesn't seem likely, so it seems questionable. But still, you're spo- you got to take the shot. I mean, whatever you have the second nuts and it's the effective nuts. Of course, you got to raise. All right, I'm gonna say something and it might piss some people off. All right, like the, the way people are talking about this hand, yeah. in in the poker media and on our Discord and everywhere is talking about this is like the best fold in main event history because Diaz folds. Yeah, this is an easy fold. He uh, folds. Yeah, it, it's not a hard fold. I, I'm inclined to not be that intense about it, but I am inclined to mostly agree with you. Easy is, easy is making it... I'm, I'm reacting to the strength of, of how people are, are saying it's such a good fold by saying it's an easy fold. It's not actually easy to fold when you have such a good hand. It sucks, but... Look, we like, don't, is it, if Farns has been bluffy at all, this is an amazing fold. Or sure. lucky as hell. <laughs> or just lucky. Um, if Farns isn't, and we're just the only reason why I'm saying Farns, I'm assuming Farns isn't bluffy is because of the amount he's won. So well, he that, but also be. like you also have to be like it's like Stephen Chidwick level to be bluff. Like the the bluff card you should use is a king, right? That's the best hand to yes. bluff with. Yes. People like people are not doing that at this stage in the main event. Probably almost none of the players. Maybe Jorstad is doing that at this stage in the main event. I think again, I Attenborough is is a candidate. Okay, maybe, but like. Even those guys aren't doing it every time with a king. Of course not. Yeah, and it's like, why, why turn a king into a bluff here? It's, a lot of people would feel that way. Yeah. Like, Stephen Chidwick, he might do it every time. I'm not sure. But, <laughs> I don't know, yeah. Uh, it really feels like there aren't going to be bluffs there too often. Like, I don't expect Farns, a guy with his history, to have King Jack here and be like, I know I'm no good. It's worth bluffing my stack here because he's going to fold a queen. Mm-hmm. Like, I just don't see that happening. Yeah. Do you? Um, no. That makes this a relatively simple fold, doesn't it? If he's not moving in with a queen, which, like, maybe we can think, like, okay, maybe he feels like he can give value with a queen for whatever reason, but I have to really be right about that, and then I'm getting half the pot. This is the other thing, is that assuming it's not a bluff, which it feels very hard for this to be a bluff, when we put in $7 million, only have 12, 12 million back. Yeah. Like, we just have a queen almost always, right? Yeah. Um, 
So we're, we're calling for half the pot at best. So even in like our, our nearly best case scenario, maybe not our best case scenario, but our nearly, most, of our, most of the good scenarios are we chop the pot. Yeah. Chopping the pot ain't that great. I mean, we get, our, so we, we get 17 million back. We have to put in 12 million to get 17 million back. Yeah. I mean, that's better than just having 12 million left, admittedly. But like all the times we're beat, which includes now, we're just out. And we miss out on the money jump and we miss out on the opportunity to win $10 million, all this stuff. And if it doesn't feel like there's any bluffs here, then we're not really chopping the pot, like you're saying. Like it's we're just, just, we're just, the guy's got king queen, or the guy has king king. And that's just the deal, and, right? And those hands make sense as played all the way through. Yeah. There's no reason not to believe he wouldn't and have And there's those. three combos of each of them. Yep. Like, they exist. Yep. I mean, you know, it's possible. Yep. So it, it, it always depends on who you're up against, of course, and what they're capable of. Right. I mean, I, I, I believe Farns is a capable enough player to know that, like, Queen's Full is not an amazing hand to shove with here. Right. Like, I would a lot, a lot of players who are below Farns yes. level will be like, oh, I have a full, this is like the nuts. I feel right. like I have the nuts here. But this, that's not this guy, right? right. Like, he's just, he's just not Attenborough. He's just not Jorstad. But he's, he's above the, like, I don't yeah, even I'm sure. understand the relative value of this full. It's house. almost impossible to make it this far and be the guy who's shoving with just Queen's full here. Yeah. You know, through, it's, day, it's late day seven of the main event. You would have had many opportunities to have shoved and gone bust against someone who you'd have, get very lucky that no one ever had that beat. You know, right. King, Queen. Yeah, yeah. The kind of thing. Yeah. yeah, I think this is a pretty. Uh, I, I'm going to say it again. I just think it's it's an obvious fold. Do you disagree? Um, I think obvious is again being a little bit uh, unfriendly towards the fold um, and a little unfair towards the fold. Again, this is this is in in the moment. It's difficult you don't have time to, do. to like think it all through necessarily as straight. I'm now, not, he took a long time to think about. I'm it. not trying to disparage Diaz. Right. I'm, I'm not saying he did anything wrong in R- any oh, case. Of course, of course. course. All You're I'm saying, saying is like the fold is not as magnificent as people are talking. That about. I agree with, but that's different than obvious. That's all. I'm just going to say. I just I just have a slight slight objection to your word choice. Okay, there. that's fair. I'm using that word choice because I'm pretty sure in this scenario I would fold 100 percent of the time. Yeah, I think it's a pretty straightforward fold. Let me okay. say that. So, yeah. Fair. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. So, I mean, Diaz makes the fold. It is a good fold. I mean, of course. Yeah. Of course it is. It, I mean, do you think the solver's going to want to fold? I kind of don't. Well, the solver, of course, is going to have the right amount of bluffs. Yeah. It's, so the solver's not going to be like Farns, we assume, and not have bluffs here, or, or, or after Diaz bets $7 million. Solver's going to have the correct amount of bluffs. Yeah. So then it's just going to be like, well, what hands can I, am I supposed to call with here? when the correct amount of bluffs are being done. Yeah. So Queen's Full probably is going to be a call, is my guess. Yeah. Again. And I want to say, like, if you put me in Farn's seat and I have King Jack, I might know that that's a good bluff candidate. I think I'm probably too scared to pull the trigger anyway in this spot. Like, I'm probably not going to do it. Yeah, it's really hard to do it. Um, because you need the right opponent also, right? Like, do you feel like you would have the, the heart to pull the trigger if you were sitting here with 14 left in the main event? Um, only against the guy who I thought was tight. Yeah. Right. Because like against anyone, again, I'm keep going back to Adrian Attenborough, but as someone who's like thinks a little more expansively, if they, if they know I'm capable of bluffing, then they're going to call with the right amount of combos. And so I would think it's, it's not going to work enough of the time. This needs to work almost always for me to make this play. Yeah. Right. Cause I'm going to be blowing up my main event for right. doing this when I don't have to, I've still got 20 million in front of me. Yeah. Like that's not bad. That's right. fine. I can last a long time. I can make the final table. I can win millions of dollars with this 20 million in front of me, you know? Like, I don't have to do this. Yep. So, yeah. So, yeah, it's a good fold. It's a good fold by Diaz. But, you know, let's not throw a parade, huh? Let's not throw a parade. Grant, very down on let's, parades. Let's see. I, that's actually true. I 
fucking hate parades. But let's see what the solver wants to do. Does it want to throw a parade? Let's find out. Okay. Well, you just know the solver is going to disagree with us on this one, right? Of like, course. The so... solver's not playing the main event. The solver yeah. thinks it's, the solver's supposed to disagree with us on this. These are this is an exploitative situation here. You might be surprised at how much it disagrees with us, Jonathan. Bring it on, I'll, solver. I'll bring it on again. Bring it. Bring it on. Three times three. Yeah. Electric boogaloo. All right. On the flop. Let's go back. Danny Sprung did some solving. Pio style. Everyone did it right on the flop. It was very easy, and everyone did it right. Mm-hmm. Farns is supposed to see bet. A lot of a lot of players are tempted to check back with this hand. I'm sure, but Pio likes a C bet. Good job, solver. I like a C bet too. Of course, cool, cool, Diaz can't cool. do anything but call. Yep. On the turn, this is where things diverge from what people would normally do. Right? Diaz leads the turn when he when he trips up, um, and Pio loves it. It, it leads uh, Diaz's hand sixty percent of the time. So what's the problem? No, no problem. Oh, you thought you said it's starting to diverge on the turn. Uh, from I said from what normal people do. Oh, okay. most people don't lead the turn with this hand. I think. What they should. Most people don't. Most people are bad at poker, Jonathan. Did you okay. know that? The good players do. Anyway, go ahead. Who's a good player? Nobody's a good David player. David Diaz. Yeah, he seems like he did a pretty good job here. Yeah, we'll see what Solver says later, huh? Yeah. Um, King, <laughs> yeah, Kings always flats the turn. Of course they do. That's just how it goes. All right, the river. This is the juice. This is the the buttery pancakes right here. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, here's a weird thing. Pio prefers the Diaz jam versus bet this normal amount. Denny even referred to this amount as a block bet when Diaz bets seven million. It really doesn't feel like a block bet. You know, it's like I mean, it's seven million into twenty. Yeah, so it's thirty five percent of the pot. Yeah, it's it's a little small, and also doesn't he have about pot back? Yeah, he's got a he's got a one to one stacked pot, so it's a very natural jam. Yeah, I suppose it is. He's but he's trying to make an exploitative bet because he's like, it's the main event. How am I going to call by a worse hand if I go all in here? Yeah. The guy has almost the same stack as me. He's just not calling it off with worse than a queen. So he's trying to bet an amount that can actually get called by other hands. Right. right? Yeah. So that makes sense that the solver would want him to jam because it's a one-to-one stack to pot, and you're going to jam your bluffs if you have bluffs here. Maybe. Maybe so. Of course, the solver doesn't know it's the main event and all that, and then right. you're never getting called by a worse hand if you jam, but whatever. Come on. Here we are. Uh, it also, it's also okay with him checking with ace-queen, which I think would have been an inter- interesting play. That is interesting. Yeah. Um, but we're checking to... Induce. I guess we, we see how he sizes it, yeah. but it's hard to get value if, if he bets tiny and we raise. But Maybe easier than, than betting, though. Um. Yeah. Maybe. All right. Here's where some some stuff happens. I mean, Far- Farns is supposed to move in. Obviously, one That's, would think. All right. Pio thinks folding ace queen is a massive error. Of course, it we does. didn't we didn't expect otherwise. Um. But here's some things. Uh. As played, Pio does jam hands that are worse than ace queen, including aces and ace king and king jack. So it's it's blocking. Yeah, that's why because it's blocking king queen and queen jack. With that's what the king jack is and stuff like that. And cool. aces is because it blocks ace queen. Ace queen, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So so this is one of the reasons why it wants to jam ace queen here because it knows it has bluffs and it's got to balance that with with value and so it's going to pick top full house as value. Yeah, it makes perfect sense. This was the most predictable solver thing ever. Yeah, yeah. Where it's like we we think it was a good fold and the solver is going to hate it. it well, just... the solver should hate it. For where we are, like yeah. if you're playing a cash game and you get you bet small on the river and get raised with top full house, you should almost always call. Yeah, right. But in a main event with 14 people left or whatever it is, um, against a guy who is tight and careful has never ever made any real money in poker in his life, as far as we can tell, and is now like on the verge of a million dollar payday. Yeah, him raising the river that feels really different, and I don't believe he would ever raise. He may never even raise a bluff because you're repping queens full anyway. 
and his value is almost always better than Queen's fault. So you're it's, saying Pio's a big fish. I'm saying yeah, Pio's Pio, a fish. Pio should get in the back seat because I'm driving the car now. Yeah. Yeah. Congratulations. Yeah. Are we there yet? Shut up. At I'll the tell end, you when At the end there. of the podcast, yeah, we are. Oh. We're there. Oh, we are. It's over. Music is my sunlight, and all I need is one mic. And I can show every single MC how it's done right. Every time I come by, I'm bound to leave them so tired. I'm sipping on liquor, a quitter is what I'm not. We got one life, and I took a minor break, but I'm back to claim the throne. I'm gonna be traveling the globe, we still have time to make.